Hello, 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 and welcome back to Oversharing. I'm your host, Ruth, and today is going to be episode seven. I'm super, super excited to do this episode because number seven is my favorite number. Um, I've actually recorded this episode a few times already, but I wasn't satisfied with the topic that I was talking about, and just the vibe, you know, like it's just not happy and optimistic enough that I don't want to share that right now. Maybe another episode, but for now, for today's topic, um, I want to talk about being different. Um, so the fact that I say being different is because in the social norm that I'm in, that I grew up, is that I'm the person that's very different from the majority and so this is in the context of that because i feel like when i'm in canada i don't feel like i'm that different like i don't feel explicitly different and people treat me so inclusively and acceptingly so i don't really sense that huge gap between being normal hashtag like with double quote normal and then like different but today i just want to talk about my journey of growing up feeling being so different from the majority so growing up as a child um i didn't i didn't have the idea of you know gender identity or sexual orientation and like when I was still a child, when I first went to kindergarten, probably like three years old, um, I started to engage with more people and like started to have friends in my own age. And at that time of my life, I only have guy friends. Like I, I think I do have like one or two girlfriends, but that's about it. That's like my whole circle. It's 90% guys and maybe 10% girls. Um, and then I just like playing with boys more. And like at that age, you know, like you just care about less of the thing. Like gender wasn't in my brain. Like it wasn't something that I just think of. Like I know there is a difference between how a boy looks and how a girl look, but in my brain, like, I literally don't feel like there's a different. I just prefer, like, playing with boys because I feel like they're more playful. They have a more common thing than I do. Like, for example, um, I like playing Legos since I was little. And in those kindergarten till, like, middle school, um, only boys can really resonate with this part of me because... Um, I also have an older brother and I play Legos with my older brother or like cars with my older brother and I do enjoy that and somehow like when I was in kindergarten most of the girls were talking about Barbies or like dressing up or makeup or you know like more girl girlish feminine stuff um which I just can't relate to but the whole concept of like oh, girls play with dolls and boys play with cars. This is a very fucked up idea because, like, that's how the social construct is, is separating what 
girls are supposed to play with and like what boys are supposed to play with. Why can't everyone just play with whatever they like? And so growing up, like having this like guy friends in majority and like playing with guy toys, hashtag guy toys. I honestly feel like fuck the rules, like play whatever you want. Um, and parents should allow kids to wear whatever they like because like why can't just girls wear trousers or like wear a suit like I don't understand that anyways um so like I was often given this like question to other parents like I can I can sense that my friend's parents they're kind of judging me in some way um I don't necessarily would like look into dead in their eye and like do you really judge me on that level it's more like um in birthday parties you know how we go to birthday parties and we have gifts from people like I love Ninjago that is my number one favorite series in Lego and I have tons of those series in my in my room I would build them I would collect them that was my favorite activity as a child I would spend all my money on just Legos and built Lego toys but in my one birthday one of my guy friend's parents they bought me like Lego sets right and they would buy me like friends series and obviously I wasn't into friends because you know how Lego, they have more pinky vibe, you know, they're dedicated to girls and, you know, like they have like more um, hero and monster type kind of series. They're more like for guys. <sighs> Anyways, I was given those friends toys. I was like, that's also part of Legos. But yeah, why are you invalidating my my preferences? Like literally Everyone in my friend group got Ninjago, and I was the only one that got friends. It's not un- not just from my friends' parents giving me these kind of presents. My relatives also does that. They're like, because you are a girl, because you are a girl, so you should play with girl toys. But since you like Lego, we're giving you friends because they're more pinky more feminine, more girl-ish type of toys, I guess. And then I can't have a grasp of this idea. I don't understand why can't I just get the present of like everybody else, like which is Ninjago or something that's more like Batman, Spider-Man, Marvel theme. You know, there are so many choices and you got to pick the friends one because you assume that I am a girl and I would like that. And obviously I don't. And I actually, I think I did cry about that because like I was just a little child, you know, I didn't know much about the world. I didn't know like why people gave me that present. But my initial thought was because I'm a girl and because I'm a girl that people just assume that I like those things when I clearly don't and I'm very like like vocal about what I what I like and I just felt like people don't really notice that I mean I only play with Ninjago and all my friends play with Ninjago how do 
those people like how do my friends not know what I like and how do my my relatives don't know what I like anyways it's not completely their fault but it's just a whole concept of like how people just presume what you like and that bugs me because like I I like Ninjago I'm a girl but there's nothing wrong with that and somehow that made me feel the sudden difference because I felt I felt so different because like all my other friends got that more like all my guy friends got Ninjago and because I'm a girl I got friends you know um so yeah I would say I grow up in a very unusual way because like I I don't know maybe you have a lot of guy friends too and and maybe you just grow up with a lot of guy friends surrounding that's cool because you just have to understand people make friends in their own preferences and it doesn't have to be bounded by gender so if you're a guy and or you're non-binary or you're you know, you identify as a female and you wanted to have a lot of guy friends or girlfriends or anyone that you just feel comfortable surrounding with, just do that. Like, I don't feel like there's a necessity of, I like, putting your, your, your criteria of making friends based on gender and, you know, just do whatever you like. Okay, second thing is, the second experience that I felt so so different was when I changed school so as I mentioned like in my childhood and up until my middle school age um I basically only have guy friends um and maybe one or two girlfriends and that's it so I'm surrounded with only guys mostly and when I transfer school from this a primary school to the another one the dynamic of those guy friends and the and the quality of them are quite different um and i started to have to adjust to the new school and i just feel i don't fit in with those those guys anymore um because they don't play legos they they mainly do sports a lot i mean i do sports too but it's just like the way that we interact was quite different and the dynamics are quite different so i decided to try and make friends with girls because i was like well maybe if this doesn't work out i should change my perspective and try something new that i've not fully discovered so yeah i just went to make talk to more um girls and start making more friends with the girls and basically i made like one or two guy friends only at that point of my life because i was like they are very not in tune with my with my hobbies like none of those play legos i think it's because of the school that i went to like pe- people are not as privileged as the other school i went to um so the kind of toys that we play with or like hobbies that we have are quite different and i shouldn't be judging on that but like you know just different hobbies and stuff um but yeah i feel so different when i start talking to more girls i just it just never felt like 
I know what they're talking about. But it took me a while to fully understand what they were talking about. They were talking about K-pop. Um, they were talking about fashion, makeup, and all that, which I have zero knowledge about that. So I started to do not, you know, more research on that and like start asking more questions and so on and so forth. I start to understand more, and that's how I feel more in the circle. But I still feel different、um, because a lot of those things aren't something that I feel resonate to, and I always feel that why is that so different? Like, and you know, when you when you feel so different, you want to fit in. And there were a period of time that I dressed like everybody else, put on my ponytail,、um, dressed more femininely, you know, like try to pull on that vibe of being a very feminine girl that I would want to be to fit in. But honestly, I just don't feel comfortable about it. I. Don't feel comfortable putting on a dress. I don't feel comfortable, like you know, dancing. Anything that's so feminine,、um, or just hips, or you know, like movements about that. I just don't really get that and can't really do it. I tried,、um, and that's that's when I feel. Well, maybe that's not me. And so I dress back to my normal ways, which is kind of what people would say, like tom tomboyish, boyish girl.、Um, those terms always come up to me. Like I always feel like,、uh-huh? you know, the feeling of why you call me like that. Like why do people, especially, especially parents. Not pe- not my parents, not only my parents, but other people's parents. They give, they give like give out that question. It always goes like this: is like, so why does your daughter like dress so tomboyish? Why like don't like? Dresses would look good on you. Like put on makeup, you would look so gorgeous. Can't wait until you turn eighteen, becoming like a young lady. All of these things that I heard when I was in, you know, in childhood, really forms the person I am because I really dislike dressing like a girl or being like a girl. And I told. I think in a couple episodes before, I told you guys I was non-binary, is because like I really don't feel like I fit into any of these boxes. I'm not trying to be a guy. I'm not trying to be a girl, but somehow I just don't feel like I'm completely a girl, and I can't fit into being a boy. And so this struggles.、Um, I mean, this sense of feeling have been tickling me for. A long time since I was a child, and that difference when people say like, "Why don't you behave in a certain way?" is their expectation of me growing up, expecting me to be a lady or like, 
dress more femininely, act more femininely, but I really don't, and I really can't, and so that's that, and so when I, when I was in high school, um, I think I was like 15, um, I was always called as like the more tomboyish person because here's the thing I don't play with girls stuff girly stuff that how that's how you call it um I like sports I play basketball I run I I play rugby I like playing with Legos I just enjoy robotics and I was never very into girlish stuff so that's how people think that I'm very tomboyish um and I don't really like that label but anyways that's how people feel me yes um and there's you know the the sense of like that girl that doesn't always look very girlish yeah and then when I was 15 I cut my hair short and the reason behind it was um, I wanted a change. And cutting short hair was never like a thing in my brain. But it was more like a spontaneous decision that I was like, if I'm going to change, I'm going to change completely. And I won't regret about it. And if my hair looks bad, I'm going to grow it out another time, you know. But I just really want to say like, fuck the norms you know like who said girls has to be like long hair and all that i could just be cutting my hair short and be myself and in, in a way that i want to try something new and so i did and turns out really good like really really good people were appreciating my haircut and i gained a lot of confidence um, because of that change and i'm really grateful that i made that change it's like kind of like fuck the rules um, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck about it. I stop caring how people judge me on being the only short hair girl in school. I'm not kidding. I was the only girl at that time of my life that dress like me and have short hair. And... I'm grateful that people weren't extremely judgmental, but I definitely heard something about me where like, why why was she acting like a girl? Why, like I was using she, her pronouns before. Um, so like, why was she acting like a boy? Why was she looking like a boy? I heard something like that, but I never took it too seriously. I noticed my differences between me and other girls. And those differences are very drastic. I mean, people can tell, right? Like, people can definitely just tell from looking at my appearances. And I don't know. I do feel different. But this time around, it was quite a different attitude because I feel good about being different in that environment. I feel like it's not like I'm seeking for attention or whatever, but... The compliments that I get, well, I was I received, and the confidence that I built for myself is probably the best journey I've been to 
and I wouldn't ever regret that decision of cutting my hair short. So in university, like now I'm in Canada, I feel less like hashtag different um, because the fact that is there is the normalization or the inclusiveness of this community is way better than what I was before. People are more accepting and less like, you know, how girls should act in a certain way. They have a wider spectrum of the behavior or like the, the interest of how girls or boys or non-binary people should behave like there's no way for you to behave there's no right or wrong answers just be yourself just do whatever you want and because you're the person that you are and people are very accepting around here so at the end of the day what i want to say is just like at some point you just have to learn not to give a fuck in all of the life journey and life experience that I've been in, there's always some people that that's gonna judge me for the the way that I act or the way that I look. They're always gonna have like they're always gonna talk behind my back about something about me. And if I care so much about how people feel about me, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I would probably go back to trying to fit in that type of girl, you know? But I'm not. I'm a very openly queer, um, non-binary person. And I feel like learning not to give a fuck allows you to be fully, fully embracing the person that you are and accepting the person that you are, giving the love and self-care fundamentally you need as a person. Not a lot of people emphasize a lot about self-love. I don't think self-love was fully, like, widely emphasized in the society, not before, like, a few years back. Maybe, like, five years before, like, people start talking more about, like, mental health and self-love. But I know that like, as a teenager, I'm going to be turning 20 soon. And my best advice for anyone that's in the teenage years is, first of all, embrace who you are and give yourself as much love as you possibly could. Because I know that sometimes we just really want to love others and get validation from people and I think as a teenager, I was always trying to get some, yeah, validation from people. I want to fit into the norms and I want to be as hashtag normal as everyone in that society and that community. But I finally realized that I wasn't able to and I could never be that. Like, if I try to be that, I will either be very depressed or I would just never accept myself and give myself that love that I deserve and so trying to figure out who I am and learning that it is okay to be hashtag different from the norms it's okay I'm here 
as your friend. I'm gonna be telling you that you're gonna be fine if someday you decided that you or you accepted that that you are no longer the norm. Um, you no longer belong to the majority. It's okay. It's okay to be different, and it's extremely brave of you to be embracing this part of yourself. And sometimes I feel like when people give those comments or like those judgmental kind of, you know, judgmental kind of look to me. Um, I can sense that they're either jealous, insecure, or like trying to portray something reflecting something about their insecurities on me. These are some of the things that you can keep in mind of. Not like everybody has that, but a lot of people do act some sort of way on you because, or like being rude to you or some sort of way because they're very. They're envy, jealous, um, insecure, or something like that. So overall, I just want everyone to hear that. Just be yourself. Be who you are. Embrace the person within you. And this world needs more love. And just trying to be inclusive in Hong Kong, like, It's quite hard. I know, like, because not a lot of people educate us on what inclusive inclusiveness is and what queerness or gender identity is. I believe people need more education on that because they don't have enough knowledge on that. That's why people are still very, you know, judgmental on queer people or trans people. Um, and I feel like. The progress of achieving that would be quite a journey, but it's not impossible. And so that's that's it for me today. Like I don't have much to talk about, but I just want to share about being different. Is it's here's the thing: it's not a thing anymore. Is you're just not belonging to the majority, or you don't feel like. You can be the majority, but here's the thing: be confident in who you are, because I don't think anyone can make you feel better if you can't first love yourself and accept the person that you are. It's hard, and it could be lonely sometimes that nobody gets you, no one understands why you feel like this. It's not a hard, it's not an easy way to finally achieve the self love that I'm talking about. But self love is a genuinely a journey to start beginning with convincing yourself that you can, and then start believing it, and then from time, from this moment on, the moment that you start believing, you will finally achieve that. I love the quote of. Fake it till you make it. It's because if you don't trick your brain into believing that you can do something, or you feel confident about who you are, you will never be confident about who you are. You just have to start believing, then being, and then you will be that version. 
This is all for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I can talk more about the topics that are about like queerness and like gender identity, sexual orientation in future episodes. Um, because now that I'm like fully open book, everybody knows who I am. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for more things that I'm gonna talk about later in the future. And I just hope you guys have a great day. And I'll see you guys in next episode. Bye.